I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Fun topics today. Uh, we're going to start out with the healthiest foods in the world. Because people come to me all the time, and they say, you're going to be surprised what they are, by the way. Patients say to me all the time, Dr. Joe, what can I eat that's going to be the best for me? And I tell them fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds are the best foods you can eat. Okay, you want to stay away from alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas. Those are, well, the seven deadly sins in nutrition, if, you, if, you know, if you've been with us before. But the seven foods you want to avoid and the best foods are fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. So let's dig into that fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds group, and let's find out what's the best of the best. And surprisingly, if you don't know this yet, herbs and spices ounce for ounce, are going to give you the best bang for your buck when it comes to health benefits. So if you eat a very boring meal and just use salt and pepper on your food, I'm going to want you to depart from that a little bit, start adding some of these new exciting spices and foods, and they're not new, you know what they are, and you'll be amazed at the health benefits you'll get from them. It's really kind of cool. So I uh, was recently a guest on a friend of mine, Ashley Frasca. She does a show on gardening on WSB Radio in Atlanta. And she asked me to be on her show. And we talked about spices and growing things and, uh, in your garden. What can you grow? Why do you grow them? And that inspired the show because I thought, wow, there's a lot of good information out there that I've really never covered for my listeners. I did it for her listeners, didn't do it for my listeners. So you get to benefit from my show I did with my friend Ashley. So what's the difference between an herb and a spice? Anybody know? An herb is the leaf of the plant. The spice is the roots, the barks, or the seeds of a plant. So there's your difference. Still a lot of healthy benefits there. A lot of them are going to talk about that you can grow your own, and they grow very well. Herbs and spices grow like weeds, which is kind of cool in most cases. But I want to talk about one you're not going to grow yourself. I want to start with cinnamon. Now, you're probably not going to grow that yourself because it's the bark of a tree, but it contains some amazing compounds. Cinnamon is an amazing antioxidant. It helps fight inflammation. It's been shown to help lower cholesterol and triglycerides in the blood, and it stabilizes blood sugar. So what I do, I'll tell you um, what I do with cinnamon, is I have cinnamon in my spice drawer, and when I take super greens and essential source, I add maybe half a teaspoon, a teaspoon of cinnamon to it. Adds a nice flavor. It shakes it up a little bit. So some people, you know, if you take the same thing over and over again, it might get boring. But the health benefits are just crazy good. So I take cinnamon, super greens, and essential source. If you don't know what that is, if you're new to the show, super greens and essential source are two supplements. They're two powders, actually. And they're on our website, drjoe.com. And it's the minimum supplements everybody should be taking every day. If you're not taking super greens and essential source, I don't know why you're not. Because it's amazing. So I take super greens and essential source, a scoop of each. It's a little scooper in a container. And I have a jar, and I put in some coconut milk, almond milk, oat milk, whatever on sale. And I'll add some cinnamon to it, a half a teaspoon, teaspoon, you know, you're fine there. Shake it up, and I drink it every day. I also add my vitamin D3 to that as well. I put five drops of Dr. Joe's vitamin D3 in there, and that's how I start every day. Some people start with coffee. Some people have to have a cigarette. Those are all stimulants. This is a natural stimulant. 
It's amazing how well it works. And you feel great. And after a few days, you start to see the change come about. So that's one way you can add cinnamon. You could add it to oatmeal. You can add it to other foods. But that's how I like to start my day and get it in there. So cinnamon can lower blood sugar several different ways, uh, including by slowing down uh, the breakdown of carbohydrates in your digestive system and improving what's called insulin sensitivity. Now, insulin is a hormone. It's released in your pancreas. And when you eat sugar, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, white sugar, whatever it is, the brain says, ooh, there's sugar in the blood. We got to get this sugar out of the blood and into the cells. So your pancreas releases insulin. Insulin goes out to the cells in the body and acts like a key. It goes into the cell, opens it up, and allows sugar into the cell. That's a real simple way of understanding it. And what happens is if you eat a lot of sugar, your body produces a lot of insulin. So then the cells say, wait a minute, I can't take any more sugar. It's going to gunk up my works. So the cells say, I'm going to resist that insulin from opening me up. And this way I don't take any more sugar in. So you become insulin resistant. That's also called type 2 diabetes. So insulin resistance, sometimes the body doesn't stop being insulin resistant. So cinnamon can actually make your cells more insulin sensitive because the body says, I'm not going to use insulin anymore. Use it very sparingly. And now sometimes you need to start using the the sugar uh, and the insulin and it won't work. So it kind of kind of reboots that for you. So it adds a great flavor to it. It's great for stabilizing blood sugar. Studies have shown that cinnamon can lower fasting blood sugar up to 29% in diabetic patients. Imagine if we had a pill that I could give you that would lower your blood sugar 20, 30%. My gosh, that would be amazing. Now we have it. It's called cinnamon. A uh, significant amount, that 30%, up to 30%, it'd be 10 to 30%. An effective dose is typically about a half teaspoon to two teaspoons of cinnamon a day. That's not a whole lot. Like I said, I just put it in my super greens and essential source in the morning, and I've got it ready for the day. Loaded with antioxidants, can help lower triglycerides, can help stabilize cholesterol, can help. This is not the end-all, be-all, cure-all, but it's part of a whole health regime. And that's what I want you to understand. There is no magic pill. Every single day, you, the listeners, send me questions and somebody says, Dr. Joe, I heard that this pill, this supplement, this drug, whatever, is going to solve my problem. The answer is no, nothing, no one thing is going to solve your problems. But it's good to know what works and what doesn't. So another herb, now you can grow this one, uh, oregano. Oregano grows like a weed. Uh, I remember somebody came over for dinner one time uh, to my house and brought oregano, and I had it grown in my garden for years, and finally it, it, it died out. i got to plant some more again uh, this season. But oregano is great. It smells great. But here's the cool thing about oregano. It's kind of like garlic. It's antibiotic, antiviral, and antifungal. So the amazing health benefits of eating oregano, and you can extract out the oil, make oregano oil for a concentrate, but if you're just going to grow it in your garden, <clears throat> it grows like a weed, really easy to keep. You can grow it in a pot if you, you know, live in an apartment. And just take a little, put it in your, your salads. And if you've never had fresh oregano, it's, it's different than dried oregano. Similar, but a little different. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. You can do that. And if you're growing tomatoes, throw some tomatoes, oregano, and garlic together. And you've got an amazing health meal right there. So the oregano is kind of fun to have around. Very potent. So just be careful with it. You know, don't, don't rub it on your fingers and rub it in your eyes or anything. It's, it'll, it's not going to hurt you, but it'll, it'll annoy you. Uh, but oregano is great. And as an Italian, I can vouch for that. Another one that most people don't think about is sage, S-A-G-E. 
And the name comes from a Latin de uh, derivative, and it means to save. And what it does, it can actually save your brain. It helps the brain work more efficiently. Uh, it's been used for, you know, forever. But current research shows that sage can improve brain function and memory. Here's the line. Especially with people with Alzheimer's. So we talk all about Alzheimer's as a long goodbye. There's nothing you can do about it. It's not true. There's a lot of things we can do to work with it. I'm not saying we can cure it. I'm not saying we can prevent it, maybe even. But there are things we can do to make it less dramatic. And SAGE is one of them. Alzheimer's disease is accompanied by a drop in uh, something called acetylcholamine. And SAGE inhibits the breakdown of acetyl, uh, acetylcholine. I'm sorry, acetylcholine, it, it inhibits it from breaking down. So one of the problems is you'll produce things and your body breaks it down. And many times we're breaking it down faster than we're supposed to. This prevents the acetylcholine from being broken down so quickly. So it stays in your brain and that's a neurotransmitter that helps your brain work. One four-month study, 42 individuals with mod mild to moderate Alzheimer's sage extract was shown to produce significant improvement in brain function. Now, that's a sage extract, but you can just grow it yourself. It has a nice flavor to it, too. Other studies have shown that sage can improve uh, memory function in healthy people, both old and young. So this is a little trick that you can do. Start adding these herbs and spices to your diet, and you see these health benefits come about, and the food tastes better. People say sometimes, well, Dr. Joe, I know you don't eat meat. You're a vegan. And I, it seems boring to have salad every day. Well, it would be boring to have a plain salad every day. I'll call it a honeymoon salad, right? You know what honeymoon salad is, right? Lettuce alone. Get it? Lettuce alone. Let, ah, never mind. It's the only joke I had for today. So you don't want a honeymoon salad. Shake it up a little bit. Throw some oregano in there. Throw some basil. We're going to talk about that. Parsley. Uh, and when you throw all these different herbs and spices in there, that salad becomes pretty exciting. No, exciting as salad could be, I guess. So sage is great, uh, works well with sauces. Uh, just look up recipes for sage. This is not a show about recipes. It's a show about the herbs. Peppermint. Peppermint can relieve irritable bowel syndrome and can help reduce nausea in some people. As the case with most herbs, it's an oily compound that contains the agents responsible for the health benefits. So a lot of herbs have oils in them, and that's where the benefits are coming from. Studies have shown that peppermint oil can improve pain management uh, with irritable bowel syndrome. Now, if you've listened to the show before, you know I'm board certified in chiropractic, orthopedics, pain management, double board certified in nutrition, BS in nutrition, retired dietitian, uh, award-winning author, certified in traumatic brain injury. I teach doctors all over the world on a continuing education on everything from auto accidents to nutrition. And as a pain management doctor, we see a lot of patients coming to us with digestive issues. And most pain management doctors don't, don't want to deal with that. They just want to deal with orthopedics spines. Let me give some injections. Let me give some pills. They come to, for pain management for abdominal pain. Don't know what to do. If you grow peppermint, I have to give you a warning. I planted it in my garden several years ago. It grows like crazy. And it's rhizomes. It grows underground and pops up another plant. And the uh, roots go underground, pop up another plant. So uh, early this season, I went out and got, got, got my garden freshened up, ready for planting. And boy, the, the uh, peppermint was just everywhere. So I had to pull out all this root system. And it's still some in there. It's going to keep coming up again. But it smells nice. It relaxes the colon. It uh, can relieve issues with digest digestion. So it's really great to have it. Um, and you can just put it in, in water or in tea every day. And it adds a nice little flavor. Um, my grandfather used to take a, a leaf of peppermint and a leaf of basil, put one behind each ear. 
when he was in the garden. Now, he said it helped keep the mosquitoes away. I have no idea if that's true or not, but it sure smells nice. So if you're growing peppermint, it grows so crazy. Just pull a bunch out, put it in your car. It smells nice. It's an air freshener. Um, and studies have shown they had uh, 1,100 women in labor. Peppermint aromatherapy caused significant reductions in nausea. They just inhaled it. So the other thing that you may have to deal with if you have a digestive issue uh, is the nerve supply to the, uh, an organ. I'll talk about the digestive system because it's so common. The nerves in the low back control the colon, sex organs, and bladder. So if you have irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, colitis, gas, acid reflux, diarrhea, constipation, first thing we check in our office is the nerve supply to the organ. Because many times that's a quick, easy fix. So if you have a pinched nerve in the low back, you might have back pain, leg pain, hip pain, knee pain, ankle pain. But those same nerves, as we said, control the colon, sex organs, and bladder. So you can have a pinched nerve going to an organ. The organ may malfunction, and you never associate it with a pinched nerve. Because you may not even have pain in your spine. It may just be affecting the organ. So if you have pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, headaches, folks, most likely you're going to benefit tremendously from chiropractic care. Chiropractic care is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. Now, it can't fix everything, but in most cases, that's your entry-level treatment. It's very effective, very inexpensive. You probably want to come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love to be your doctors. So if you have an issue, drjoe.com. We're more than happy to set you up an appointment. Uh, For our listeners, we've done a, an amazing reduction on the first visit. A regular cost is $712. If you say you listen to the Dr. Joe show, uh, it's $299. That's an exam, x-rays, consultation, a first treatment, the next visit going over the x-rays, and a complete nutrition evaluation, $299. The x-rays alone can cost more than that. So if you're serious about wanting to get well, you can go right to our website right now, drjoe.com. You can book online. Uh, you can call us. We accept people with all insurances. Uh, We accept people with cash payments. We have uh, payment plans available. I mean, it's it's really ridiculously easy to be a patient with us. And in a car accident case, if you're ever in a car accident or anyone you know is in a car accident, get them to us immediately. In my experience, if the car's damaged, you're damaged. I've never seen it any other way. So drjoe.com, book an appointment in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We can get you an appointment usually within a day. So go to the website. A lot of information on the website you can book appointments there too. So what we're talking about today are the healthiest foods in the world, and they are herbs and spices. Ounce for ounce, gram for gram, you're going to get the highest concentration on average eating herbs and spices. And you can grow these things so easily in a pot, uh, in a a flower uh, pot outside your your window, grow it in your house, in your garden. Uh, You can put it in your lawn, you know, area of your lawn, not where the grass is, but uh, in pine areas, if you have a pine island or something like that, you can grow these herbs there and they work great. Turmeric is a great one for this, by the way, because turmeric is so powerful when it comes to anti-inflammatory effects on the body. It contains a lot of compounds. The main one that you probably know about is curcumin. Curcumin, remarkably powerful antioxidant. It fights oxidative stress, which is the body being attacked by something called free radicals and breaking down. It breaks down connective tissue. It breaks down cartilage. Uh, Every disease known to man benefits from a high antioxidant level. So it's important, this oxidative stress, this oxidative damage, these free radicals eating away at the body are stopped. And we stopped them with antioxidants. Free radicals cause the damage. Antioxidants stop the free radicals from causing damage. Curcumin is strongly anti-inflammatory, 
to the point that it matches the effectiveness if, of some anti-inflammatory drugs without the side effects. So why you're not taking turmeric every day, I don't know. Now, you can grow it yourself. Beautiful green leaves, beautiful white flowers grow from it. Really simple to grow. Buy some turmeric, stick it in the ground. That's it. It grows rhizomes. It grows underground, kind of like the peppermint, and pops up everywhere. So I started with just a few plants, and I eventually had to clean out my garden. I had so much. And I just had some compost from a health food store I had. I just threw the compost in there. It came from the compost. So I had a transplant. I transplanted all around my backyard. I have a stream. I plant around a stream. Uh, they grow beautifully. And when you need it, just pull out a little bit of the root, you know, mix it up and use it. You great, it's a great spice. Uh, some people mix it in with super greens and essential source. They'll put a little bit in there. Uh, we also have on our website, drjoe.com, we also have turmeric supplements. That's the easiest way to do it. Now, the turmeric is great. It grows wonderful. Uh, it's very pretty. But if you don't have that capability, I take Dr. Joe's turmeric supplements every day as a prophylactic measure. Anti-inflammatory, helps the brain function. It's been shown to help certain types of cancer. So I take two of the turmerics every day. You can take four if you want to. But amazing effects. So given a long-term low-level inflammation, that the, giving the damage that low-level inflammation does to you every single day it's a good idea to add this as part of your supplement protocol because you're preventing a lot of inflammation from even occurring. And every disease known to man has an inflammatory component. Some studies suggest that it can improve brain function, help with Alzheimer's, reduce the risk of heart disease, cancer, relieve arthritis, and that's just a few of the things that it does. So again, you can grow your own, but we have it on the website, drjoe.com, real simple and easy to take. Uh, and it, you know, don't even have to open up the capsule, just swallow it down. Cayenne pepper is another one. Peppers, by the way, grow like crazy. Hot peppers, so easy to grow. But again, if you're not going to grow them, there's an active ingredient in hot peppers called capsaicin. Capsaicin has been shown to reduce appetite and help burn fat cells in a lot of studies. That's why a lot of the uh, di uh, diet pills will have cayenne pepper in it or some type of hot pepper in it. So hot pepper can increase your circulation, help burn off fat cells, reduce pain as well. Because there's something called substance P, the letter P. Substance P is released when there's pain. Capsaicin can block the substance P from causing a cascade effect getting to that pain level. So it's really kind of cool. Just one gram of red pepper added to meals reduces appetite and increased fat burning in people that don't eat it regularly. If you eat it regularly, you kind of get used to it. But some animal studies have found that capsaicin can fight certain types of cancer, including lung, liver, and prostate. Another thing that you, I want you to add to your diet is garlic. As an Italian, of course, I love my garlic. But garlic, again, antibiotic, antiviral, and antifungal. Really easy to grow. All you have to do is take a bulb, break off a clove. The bulb is the whole thing. The clove is one piece. Take the clove, and with the pointy end up, stick it in the ground. You can plant it in the fall, but you can plant it really anytime. And so what happens is you'll grow a whole bulb, and when it's time to harvest, it'll grow green leaves. When the green leaves start to turn brown, time to harvest. And it can keep bugs away, keeps critters away, keeps people away because it stinks so bad. But if you do eat a lot of garlic, which you should, you can eat parsley. Parsley is high in chlorophyll. Chlorophyll can bind to the chemical in your blood and help, help with the garlic breath. Super greens an essential source, also high in chlorophyll. So another benefit of eating super greens and essential source every day is the chlorophyll helps with circulation. It helps with red blood cell production, but it can also bind to bad stinks. 
in your blood and help prevent certain types of bad breath. Another benefit to Super Greens and Essential Source. And Super Greens Essential Source, by the way, are on the website, drjoe.com. Now, if you're not so inclined to use these herbs, I've made some formulas for you. We have two formulas on the website. One is called Dr. Joe's Seasonal Tonic. Now, Seasonal Tonic is ginger, horseradish, cayenne pepper, onion, and garlic pureed in an apple cider vinegar. Very powerful. Now, that's, I take that if I start feeling sick. So if I have a runny nose, if I have symptoms coming on, I'll take that. It says take once a day. You can take it every hour. Take a tablespoon or two an hour. Just take a little sip if you want to. It's very strong. But reports are from myself and many other people, it's very effective. Now, we also have something called Wellness Booster. Now, Wellness Booster is echinacea, pau uh, and it helps stimulate the immune system. So these are herbs you're not going to grow in your house, if, I, I guess. But it helps stimulate white blood cell production. So you can take that every day if you wanted to. Now, it does have a little alcohol in it. We use alcohol to extract out some of the, the substances from the herbs. So if you're an alcoholic or have trouble with alcohol, don't take that one. But we have those herbal formulas on the website, drjoe.com. A lot of people stock up on the seasonal tonic and just have it there. Because once you start feeling bad, you want to take it right away. And again, you can take it every hour if you wanted to. It's very strong. So be careful. So we're talking today about the healthiest foods in the world, which are herbs and spices. Ginger works great as well. You can plant ginger as well. Uh, kind of, You can look online and see if it grows in your area because I know this show goes all over the world. What I do is I just buy ginger at the grocery store and I peel it, I, organic, and I'll put it in a food processor covered about one-third with organic lemon juice and I puree it up into a, a slurry and do it for a while, break up all the fibers that are in there. And then I pour it in an ice cube tray and then I'll take one ice cube out and I'll make tea in the morning. And I have ginger tea almost every morning. Now, in the summer, it's, it's very warming, the ginger. It, it really warms you up quick. So in the summer, uh, I, I'll use it as an iced tea. And it's kind of like a ginger ale almost. You could add seltzer to it if you want to. But you can use a ginger iced tea as well, sweeten it with some stevia. I do recommend you sweeten it. It's, it's pretty potent. So stevia would be, Lohan would be a good sweetener. Stevia, good sweetener. Xylitol, erythritol. Uh, those are all okay sweeteners. Is that ginger has a bite to it. But it's amazing. Uh, it's also an aphrodisiac, which uh, we're going to be talking up next. We're going to talk about cuddling, the health benefits of cuddling. It really is amazing what it does to the brain. We're going to talk about that. But ginger's an aphrodisiac too. So if you tie that in with the cuddling, we're going to talk about next. It might be something you could uh, you know, add to your weekend uh, plans there. But the ginger tea is great. Rosemary is awesome. Now, if you come to our office in Marietta, and we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, the Atlanta area. We have huge rosemary bushes outside our office. Uh, my friends Mark and Vicky, many years ago, planted them outside our office, and they have just grown like crazy. So if you're so inclined, feel free to take rosemary from our office. We have plenty. Just snip it off. And if you snip it off, peel some of the, the it looks like pine needles, and put it in some water, you can root it and grow your own. It grows great, has a great smell, keeps bugs away. Uh, so rosemary is fun. It works well with potatoes, too. Now, if you're going to do potatoes, what I want you to do is I want you to cook the potatoes and then put them in the refrigerator overnight. And you'll absorb 40% less carbohydrates or starches if you uh, cool them off and then eat them the next day. You can even warm them up the next day. They're still effective. But that's called a resistant starch. So it works for any type of starch. It's pastas, rice, uh, grains, potatoes. Put them in the refrigerator overnight, 40% less absorption. Add a teaspoon of vinegar when you eat it. 
another 40% less absorption of carbohydrates. So if you want to cut down your carbohydrate absorption, refrigerate it, eat it the next day, add a teaspoon, let's say apple cider vinegar works fine. Folks, I'm almost out of time for this, sec- this section. If you have any questions, you can send them to me through the website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E. If you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com. All the supplements we talked about, drjoe.com. And I want you to follow us on social media, at Dr. Joe Esposito, because we post almost every day, and even live events and podcasts, you can become part of it, at drjoe.com. Get a website, no, at Dr. Joe Esposito, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.